the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We do not endorse sin. We do not condone sin. We preach the Word of God. We encourage personal holiness. And we try to follow Christ's example by being gracious and patient with each other as Christ has been patient with us. That really is the example, isn't it? Our Lord Jesus Christ sets for us the example, especially when it comes to restoration from sin. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno. We're back in Corinthians looking at leadership, specifically today the restoration of a fallen leader and what the Bible has to say about that. Here's Pastor Leighton Sheely now with today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse. Sometimes you'll hear people say, can a priest do that? Or how could a pastor do that? When in reality, the question should be, how can a Christian do that? If you have called on the name of the Lord, then the Bible says that you are called holy and you're called to be holy. And what is right for a church leader is right for you. And what is wrong for a church leader is wrong for you. There is no double standard with God. Now, there's a third reason why leaders in the church should not be put on pedestals. And that is when people fall, someone gets hurt. The greater the height, the greater the hurt. If we fall down in the kitchen, it hurts. If we fall down a flight of stairs, it probably hurts more. The greater the height, the greater the hurt. Leaders can fall, and they do. One of our fellow churches is suffering right now through their pastor having fallen, and there are people who are having discussions not knowing what to do when the Bible gives us the answers. So, Leaders fall. What are the biblical instructions given for handling a fallen brother or sister? They're found in Galatians chapter 6. Brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. But watch yourselves or you may also be tempted. Carry each other's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Restoration. If someone repents of their sins, the Bible says that we should restore that person gently. Churches do that all the time. Helping people who have been lured by sin escape the trap of sin. Whatever that trap may be. Violence, illicit sex, addictive drugs, greed. Churches do that all the time. Restore fallen believers. Unless that believer happens to be a leader. Then for some inexplicable and unbiblical reason, some churches do not try to restore them gently. Instead, they say, in effect, you might as well die. God can't use you anymore. Your life is over. 
Your ministry is over. You are an embarrassment to God. You are an embarrassment to us. You're not welcome here. You are useless. You might as well die and get it over with because your life is through. And those who treat fallen leaders in this fashion oftentimes think that they are doing God a favor. So how should we, as Christians, as the church, treat fallen leaders? Let me propose to you, as Christians, we follow Christ. And Christ is our model. And we should do things the way that Christ did. So how does Christ handle fallen leaders? I'd like to invite you to turn in your Bibles to John chapter 21. John chapter 21. One of the church leaders that Paul mentions in his passage is Peter. And unlike Paul, Peter had the privilege of walking with Jesus as he ministered on the earth for three years. He got to see the miracles Jesus performed. He got to walk on water. He was one of only three apostles who saw Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. He was one of only 12 men in the history of the world to be personally tutored by God in human flesh for three years. He was chosen to lead the apostles. And after all that he experienced, he denied that he even knew Jesus to a servant girl. Of all of the men that Jesus was grooming for leadership, none fell farther than Peter. None was more disappointing than Peter. Peter was a fallen leader. And how did Jesus handle the fallen leader? Peter. You know, some people can read this passage, they get all caught up in the Greek words phileo and agape, both translated love, and they completely miss the message of this passage. Now, I would like you to read along in your version, your translation, because I'm going to read a different translation. I'm going to read the translation as it's been interpreted by some modern churches and modern Christians. And the reason I want you to follow along is I want you to see the contrast. John chapter 21, verse 15. When they'd finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, I'm sorry, but you blew it. You're all washed up. You're out. I can't use you any, anymore. You might as well stow all of those wonderful spiritual gifts I gave you to bless my church because you're worthless to me now. You are not welcome in my church family. Is that what Jesus said? But you would think that's what he said based on the way some Christians and some churches act. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, you blew it, Peter. You were warming your hands by the fire and left me out in the cold. What kind of leader can you possibly be? I'll let you be one of the sheep, but you're no longer qualified to be a shepherd. Is that what Jesus said? Jesus said, take care of my sheep. Question, who takes care of sheep? A shepherd, a leader. Jesus said, Peter, I want you to be a leader again. I want you to lead my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? 
Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him a third time, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. Now I ask you this question, how are Christ's sheep fed? Jesus said, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. We are fed by the word of God. Jesus said to Peter, I want you to feed my sheep. I want you to preach. And that is the Jesus model for restoring fallen, repentant leaders. The qualification for reinstatement is, do you love Jesus? We should never follow a leader because we think he's a holy man but only because we are convinced that he has been called by God and gifted to lead. And we should never expect our leaders to be perfect because only Jesus is perfect. You know, there are some churches that claim that their leadership descended from Peter, and since Peter was infallible, their church leadership is infallible, cannot fall. Well, whether or not their church leadership descended from Peter might be in dispute, but the infallibility of Peter is not. If you were to continue reading on this, you'll find that Peter, immediately after he was restored, stuck his foot in his mouth again, and Jesus had to correct him, and that wasn't the last time. Uh, there's another passage in, in Galatians that tells us of another incident. Peter was never infallible. Church leaders are not infallible. But because of Peter's failures and the transparency of Scripture, we have a Jesus model that's been provided for us concerning the restoration of fallen leaders. And for the last 50 years, our church family have worked to restore fallen leaders. And as a result, some who are basically modern-day Pharisees have accused us of such things as allowing sin in the camp. And those kind of lofty, holy-sounding phrases. This is the truth. We do not endorse sin. We do not condone sin. We preach the word of God. We encourage personal holiness. And we try to follow Christ's example by being gracious and patient with each other as Christ has been patient with us. Does God know the instant we sin? Yes. Does he punish us the instant we sin? No. Why is that? Could it be that he wants to give us a little time to think about what we did? Maybe come to the conclusion, you know, that wasn't so smart after all. I think next time I'm going to do it God's way. Amen. That's what we're told in Romans chapter 2. Do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, tolerance and patience, not realizing that God's kindness leads you towards repentance? We try to follow Jesus' model in everything that we do. Now, some would ask, well, are there circumstances when it's appropriate to excommunicate a sinning Christian? And the answer is yes, when they refuse to repent from their sin. We're going to examine that in greater detail later in our study of 1 Corinthians. But I know that right at this time, this is a, it's a timely message because there are church members and churches that are suffering right now. Wanting to know what the Bible says in, in terms of giving guidance to them. And there are, ch there are church members that 
don't understand that the church is not a business. It's a family. And when church families go through difficult times, the church family needs to pull together. I am so encouraged whenever someone comes to me and says, Pastor, I just want you to know I've been praying for you. Because all church leaders need your prayers. Amen. Lord, we are so thankful that you have been gracious to us. And Lord, what I would, I, I wish that we as Christians and we as churches would be as gracious to each other as you've been to us. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done and you continue to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Well, that will close out today's study verse by verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. We'll look forward to tomorrow's as we continue in 1 Corinthians. We'll focus in on the message of the cross. We trust you'll join us then. In the meantime, to learn about us and Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno, we invite you to visit our website, highlands.us. A lot of information and resource materials available at your fingertips when you visit highlands.us. Again, thank you for spending time with us today. On behalf of Pastor Leighton Sheely and all of us here at Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, until tomorrow, may God richly bless you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.